previously on Wormwood. Jonathan Kidder and Peggy Nolan, members of the Secret Book Club, had second thoughts about the deaths of their children by demonic hands. Considered traitors, they were left chained in a garage by Lynette Bradley. But now, Lynette has resurrected something in the body of Brent Saunders, and the book club's true role has begun to be revealed. of a drowned woman, Dr. Xander Crow has found himself trapped in the mysterious town of Wormwood, a prisoner within the old house atop the hill. Now, as secrets are revealed and horror becomes undeniable, sinister new shadows have begun to creep across this strange town, lost forever at the crossroads of darkness and fate. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 19, Something Funny in Everything. Written by Tiffany K. Whitney. Jonathan, being a widower and all, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. Yeah? What? Well, right about now, you look delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please. Don't remind me that we haven't eaten in five days. I'm too weak to fight you if you decide to go donor party on me. Well, if it weren't for these chains, you might have to be worried. I am worried. But not about that. Oh, not Jacob again. They're going to kill my boy. And going into this, Jonathan, we always knew it was a risk that we were going to have to take. That's what Lynette told us. That's what you told me. I never thought it would get this far. I I would never give up my child. And, and just what is that supposed to mean, Jonathan? Sorry. I just, the deeper we get into this, the surer I am that this was all a mistake. Well, I really wish you had said something to me about these doubts of yours. This isn't my fault, Peggy. But if you hadn't... Well, sounds like you two are having quite a time in here. Oh, yeah, a riot. Good to hear. Riots are always wonderful news. Brent? Since when did you become a part of this? What's wrong with your neck? Oh. Oh my god. Yes. Doesn't seem to sit quite right on my shoulders. I'm told that a certain boxer had his way with me. You... You were told? Who are you? What do you want from us? Actually... I've come to help you. Funny, isn't it? Oh, oh, yeah, sure. By torturing us so that we die quicker? Actually, you're very close. It just struck me that enemies who stay alive have a tendency to cause more problems than they solve. Even if you have them chained in a desolate garage. 
So, I've come to offer you some cake. Laced with arsenic, of course. Help your starving bellies while at the same time accomplishing my ends. No one can ever say I wasn't an obliging host. Or that I didn't learn a thing or two from my adoring wife, Emily. Can I ask you to wait a moment? By all means. I could just let you starve if you'd prefer, Mr. Kidder. No, I, I don't mean that. I, I just... I don't want to die yet. Hardly a surprise. Humans are generally not keen on the idea. Still, I think the idea of a quick death by poison versus a slow, languishing death by starvation. Or a life of servitude. To you, my master. Hmm. Oh, really? And how would you ever expect me to believe that? You are him, aren't you? The one we've been waiting for? The, the one Lynette promised would grant us an eternity of power? And if I am? I want to help. I want to prove my worth. I'm more help to you as a servant than dead. Oh, really? How? I have a son that you want. <gasps> what? Jonathan, stop! Yes, I'm listening. You suddenly became slightly less intolerable. I can get Jacob. I, I, I can find my son faster than you'll be able to, and I can deliver him on a silver platter. He, he, he's right. I think you've perhaps forgotten a tiny detail that might taint your son's opinion of you. And, as we humans tend to be blinded by our feelings, I'm still his father. I know I can bring him to you. Yeah. On one condition, though. You're really not in the position to bargain you have to let me, let both of us, go. If I don't have Peggy with me to help, Jacob will suspect something is wrong. Peggy was his best friend's mother. He trusts her, too. And when your little ploy fails, Mr. Kidder? Just kill us. We'll be of no use to you. What? No! <laughs> Interesting. You did that, Jonathan. It was going to kill us anyway, Piggy. Nothing left to lose. Actually, I can't believe you let us go. Well, how are we going to find Jacob? He, he must be long gone by now. I don't know. We'll think of something, though. First, food. Oh, I am so hungry, Jonathan. Let's go into Deidre's and get some food, please. Sure, sure. We'll just waltz in. 
after we've been gone for a month, having abandoned our children, and we say, what, Deidre, can I have a cheeseburger? Oh, and can you tell us where Jacob is these days? I want to capture him and bring him back to Brent Saunders, who's walking around with a broken neck. Yeah. No, Peggy, sorry. That's not going to work. But, but you said we'd get some food. Yeah, well, we'll be dining back here tonight. See the dumpster? Oh, no, I can't eat out of there. Beggars can't be choosers. Jonesy does it all the time, Peggy, and he's fine. But, but wait, wait, what What if we just... Shh! Get to the side, it's that kid Jimmy Deedra. Evening, Deidre. I'm here to pick up some food for the gang. Jacob and Dr. Crow are hard at work on something. Jacob? Jacob? He's with Crow! That means he's at the Tibbert house. What's he doing there? Oh... Oh, isn't it obvious, Jonathan? They're plotting to get us for what we did to my Rachel. Oh, no. Pull it together, Peggy. Look, we know where he is. Now, let's eat something. And then I have to make a stop before we go to the Tibbert house. Two stops, actually. The first one's at my house. What did you get at your house? What? Oh, nothing. I I just needed to check to see if Jacob had gone back there. Where are we going now? To the church. Oh, why are we going there? I, I'm, I'm so tired of walking. Almost there. Look, I, I just don't know where else to turn in this town. But, but we know that Jacob is at the Tibbert house. I know. We just need to make a quick stop here. I've got an idea. Jonathan Kidder, <gasps> Peggy Nolan. Oh, Sister George. You scared me. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Peggy. I just wasn't sure who was here. I didn't realize how quickly the flock would begin to return. What are you talking about, Sister George? Come, come in. I have such exciting news. Wow, sister... You doing some redecorating in here? We're reopening the church, Jonathan. Isn't it wonderful? We? I didn't realize you stopped performing mass, sister. Oh, you know what I mean. I was only ever a stopgap. Well, I I liked your sermon, Sister George. I liked the way I felt here at your services. Wait, wait. Who exactly is we? The good sister refers to me, sir. Who... who are you? My name is Bishop Elias Grail. I've come to Wormwood to reopen the church in the name of the Vatican. Vatican? You came from the Vatican? Isn't that a little... He's bringing redemption to Wormwood, Jonathan. Isn't that wonderful? Second chances. Well, it sounds nice, sister, really, but... It just makes it harder. Redemption is never easy for the wicked. Harder? What's harder? I just mean, 
it's harder to do this. Oh, Jonathan, bringing a firearm into the church. Don't be foolish, Mr. Kidder. I'm not going to hurt you. But, Jonathan, what are you doing? Just do as I say, and everything will be all right. Sister George, Bishop Grail, listen. I need you to give Peggy here sanctuary. Protect her. There is an evil here in Wormwood. Yes. And I'm hoping that the church is maybe the last place we can really trust anymore. I'm hoping you're right about second chances. Tell me, Mr. Kidder. Tell me of the evil. Do you know of the... of the beacon? Beacon? What? No. No, I, I don't know anything about any beacon. All I know is that much bigger things are happening in Wormwood than you can possibly imagine, Bishop. And I... I need you to keep Peggy safe. I have something I need to do. Mr. Kidder... Just keep her here! Don't let her out of your sight! Let's not get too carried away here. You either help me now, Grail, or I can't trust you at all. Keep Peggy here, got it? We will keep her safe. Good. And if she gets out, Bishop... Trust me, that wouldn't be a good thing. So, this is your big plan? Letting your boss sleep for an extra night? Look, kid, we're still here. Crow said he'd do something to help you. He's formulating a plan. Genius needs rest. Um, Sparrow, you have the most voluptuous smile. (laughs) God, it's gotten worse. What has? The sleep talking. (laughs) Really? I thought he was always that annoying. You'd think that, considering how he is when he's awake. Really, though? Sleep is the only time I'd actually say he's manageable. So what's changed? Seems to me like he spent too much time alone in a haunted house with no one to listen to him talk. So he's talking to himself? Even in his sleep. Thank God Jimmy's in the other room. Together, I think they could actually bring about the apocalypse in their sleep. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Finally, the smile. I guess. Not, Not that there's much to smile about. Kid, listen. I'm sorry about the tattoos, but you're special. You've been marked. Most folks lead their lives either wondering about the pointlessness of existence or making up their own little dreams of fate and destiny. Not many people have a chance for some real meaning in their lives. But you? You've got your meaning stamped right there on your arms. It just feels a little like a prison sentence. Cry, baby. Prison suggests the world out there is something worth aspiring to. It's not. And it only gets worse as you go along. Wow, you weren't All kidding I'm about to being say optimistic. Is that life is crap. But if you twist it a little, you begin to see the inherent humor in crap. Um. You're so young. Look, if you can find humor in any situation, kid. A little bit of laughter will at least get you through.
reform. <laughs> I bet he's all you need. Quarry. Trust me. Just no one. I don't know where I'd be if Crow weren't so neurotic. I'm gonna get some shed I kid. I suggest you do the same. We don't know what's ahead. But you'll do better facing it if you're not so tired you're about to fall over. Night, Night Sparrow, thanks. No problem. Night Sparrow, thanks. Funny. Funny. What's so funny about this, Jacob? Your mom and dad are psychos, apparently enthralled with the town librarian, whose community book club is a secret demon-worshipping society, and the town you grew up in is, is possessed. Jeez, it's like living in every single horror movie ever made, from Dawn of the Dead to Rosemary's Baby. On the bright side. <laughs> I guess that is kind of funny in and of itself. I mean... I'm the poster boy for the ultimate horror movie mashup. That's box office gold, kidder. What? What the? Who's throwing rocks at the window? What the? Go! Shut up, Jacob. Shut up, or I end this thing right here. Not a lot of time. How do we get out of the house? Dad, I'm not leaving. My little friend here says you are. Yeah, about that. Why did you attack me and hold a gun to my head? How did you even get up this high? Tree next to the house. Excellent for getting up. Bad for following a hostage getting down. I don't understand. Nor will you. There's no time. Now show me how to get out of this damned house. And no noise. Got it? Lucky for me, your friend up there creates enough of his own noise that... Anyone who have possibly heard us think it was him. Yeah, lucky. He, he's not my friend, you know. The madman? He thinks he's protecting you, right? Actually, being my dad, I thought that was your job. Ow! If you only understood things. Finally, the door. Is there any sort of incantation? Yeah. Open sesame. I think it's best we don't speak right now. You're right. Why would I want to talk to the guy who sold out his own kid? Just get in the car. Why? I mean, why should I? You're just going to kill me here, or what? Feed me to that thing in the library basement, right? I mean, I'll take the bullet, thanks. This whole experience sounds like it has you pretty depressed, son. You think? My own father is sending me to my death. I don't, I don't get it, Dad. Why? Why are you doing this? Was I that bad a son? Jacob, please. Just, just please. Just tell me why. Tell me what you and your mom were thinking when you joined this cult and you sentenced me to die. It wasn't... Jacob... It's not like that... It wasn't... Jacob. It's not that simple. We love... We love you. We do. I want to hear Mom say it. She's... She's not here anymore, Jacob. She's gone. Mom's gone. 
You mean, yeah. For this? For this stupid cause of yours? Son, I don't expect you to understand the complicated thing. No, don't you call me son. You gave up that right. Your mom and I, we were... It was so hard. And yet, my best friend is dead because of you. Because you made a complicated decision. What, What did you... What did they promise you? What made you murder your own son? We... We didn't know it would be you or Rachel. But you knew it might be us. They... They promised us we would have more. That, that we would live eternally. That everything would be better. You don't know how much we struggled, son. Jacob. You struggled? You struggled to what? To what, make payments for the minivan? To buy a flat screen TV? I'm sorry, Dad. But you'll have to forgive me if I don't see the horror of your struggle. They were going to kill us, okay? Lynette. She knew the demon wanted one of the kids. I don't know how she knew. I don't know. But she was going to kill all of us if we didn't help. And you too. We helped her. We performed the rituals of Ornius. We watched that filthy beast lurch around in the basement. And and maybe there was a chance we could save you. And, and if we couldn't, we could have another child later. One who would, could never be hurt. Never be taken from us. It's, it's what she... It's what she promised. Oh. Oh, Dad. No. I th- no. I think... I think... I really screwed this one up. Didn't I, son? Yeah, Dad. You really... You really did. That's why I want you to take the car. Take the car and drive away from here. Get out of Wormwood. What? He thinks I'm taking you back to him. Who thinks? The deal I made. I'm sure he's watching. But if you can get out of Wormwood... Dad, I'm not going anywhere. I want to stay and fight. I tried to run. It didn't work. And now I'm... I'm supposed to be here. No, Jacob, listen. Don't make the same mistake that... That your mom and I made. You don't know what this is. You can't fight the beast, and you can't make deals with the devil. You don't know that! You don't know! Yeah, son. I do. Now, start the car, Jacob. And drive! I won't do it. Damn it! Don't argue with me. Don't even think about playing the father card. Don't insult me. I'm trying to save your life! You're the one who tried to kill me! No, it's not me. I keep trying to tell you, even Lynette is in the service to... Oh. Oh. Oh my god. What? No. You bastard. You didn't trust me. Dad. Jacob, run. Get in the car. You can't fight it. Get out of Wormwood. Come here, you mangy mutt. Dad, no. Ah! No. No. I love you, Jacob! Run! Kidder! Get back in here now! Can't! Run! Come on! That's 
that's what you've been fighting. That's some serious shiznit, Kidder. What's going on out there? Stay away from the window. But, but someone's out there. Hey, demon! Why don't you pick out someone who's got the training to take you on? <laughs> take that, Hellspawn! Justice like iron! Come on, devil boy! You can do better than that! We're cleaning up this town, and I hear you're the key! What's Deputy Drexel doing out there? I don't know, kid. But we're waiting in here to see what happens. But my dad! My dad was out there! Sorry, kid. It's hard to find something funny in all of this, Sparrow. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, he was trying to kill you, right? Yeah, still not funny. I'm sorry, Jacob. I really am. So, these markings, these mean that I can stop this, right? That's the theory. Okay, then. Maybe... I guess that's okay, then. I guess... I guess maybe I can live with that. Wormwood Crossroads is produced and distributed by Habit Forming Films, LLC, and features the cast of Season 2 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Scott Olenek as Jacob Kidder, Nicole Rayburn as Harmony Barrister and Nurse Wendy, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Tom Bradley, Cedric Bloomington and Don Marino, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley, Peggy Nolan, and Commander McQueen. Chris Blaylock as Dr. Pete Menno. Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy. Dave Johnston as Wayne Drexel, Jonathan Kidder, and Dale Lighthouse. Ben Boodman as Chip Drexel, Mr. Carrefour, and Bishop Grail. Robert W. Allen as Special Agent Wojtek. Joy Venides as Sister George. Zachary Folks as Brent Saunders. Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan, Coralie Nickars as Deidre Frost and Emily Saunders, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason, Bob Gildenstern, and your announcer. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. The Wormwood writing staff includes David Acampo, Jeremy Rogers, Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaugh, Tiffany K. Whitney, and Rick Beta Jr. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Copyright 2008, Habit Forming Films, LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast drama and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. For more information on the cast, creators, and individual episode credits, please visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town. Really? I thought he was always that annoying. Yeah, you'd think that. Consid- Pint size. Considering. Pillow. <laughs> <laughs>